Shabbat Shalom to everyone. Gracious be to our loving Abba, Yahuwah, and also his beloved son, Yahusha HaMashiach, that we are able to gather together, especially on this day that we have set aside, wherein we will celebrate and honor Yahuwah's festivals, one of which is the Feast of Trumpets. We believe that Yahuwah Abba has blessed us with the gift of these festivals or feasts, for the purpose of remembering what we what he has done for each and every one of us. And so it serves as a memorial of his works in the past, but also it serves as a rehearsal of what he will do through our King Yahusha HaMashiach in days ahead. And as we celebrate today the Feast of Trumpets, we remember that sacred event, as mentioned in the prayer today, when Yahuwah's presence descended from heaven to Mount Sinai, to present the covenant because Yahuwah wants to establish his people Israel, not just to be a nation of the world, but to belong to Yahuwah himself. And so we remember the covenant, the laws that Yahuwah Abba has given to each and every one of us. At the same time, we also rehearse by means of the blowing of trumpets that sacred day when Yahushua, his beloved son, will descend from heaven to consummate the covenant through Yahusha to be with him forevermore. And so for us to be able to fully benefit from the study concerning the blowing of trumpets, we need to first understand the purpose and meaning, the significance of the blowing of trumpets. So what is one of the significance of blowing of trumpets? Let's begin our studies in the book of Numbers, chapter 10 and the verses 10. Blow the trumpets in times of gladness too, sounding them at your annual festivals and at the beginning of each month, and blow the trumpets over your burnt offerings and peace offerings. The trumpets will remind Yahuwah your God of his covenant with you. I am Yahuwah your God. So what is one of the purposes of the blowing of trumpets? It is to remind Yahuwah of his covenant. What is this covenant that the Bible speaks about? It is Yahuwah's method his way of setting apart a people for himself. His purpose for giving the covenant is because he wants children for himself, children who he, he will care for. However, for this covenant to remain, we have to do our part of the covenant. And so what is the basis of this covenant that Yahuwah Abba makes with his people? It, it is the law of God, the Ten Commandments of Yahuwah Allahim. It was given on Mount Sinai so that it can be the basis for the covenant that he has made with his people. So whenever the trumpets are blown, Yahuwah is reminded of his covenant with his people. However, as a people of God, whenever the trumpets are blown, what should this move each and every one of us to do? It should move us to recommit, to rededicate ourselves in following completely with all of our heart and soul, the laws of Yahuwah Abba, the Ten Commandments of our Allahim. Why is it necessary? Why is it so important for each and every one of us to take time to dedicate ourselves in fulfilling the commandments of Yahuwah Abba? Let's read the book of 2 Kings, chapter 23, 1 down to 3. Now the king sent them to gather all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem to him. The king went up to the house of Yahuwah with all the men of Judah and with him all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests and the prophets and all the people, both small and great, 
And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the house of Yahuwah. Then the king stood by a pillar and made a covenant before Yahuwah to follow Yahuwah and keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul to perform the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people took a stand for the covenant. Brothers and sisters, why do we need to take time to rededicate ourselves, to make a solemn pledge before Yahuwah Abba that we will dedicate ourselves in obeying his laws and his commandments? Because history shows time and time again that the people of Yahuwah Abba have stubbornly refused to obey the commands of God. In fact, they have even neglected and completely forgotten the book of the law. Isn't this what happened when we study the book of history? For example, in this passage that we read, we are recounting the account of what happened during the days of Josiah. Josiah was one of the kings of Judah. He set to restore the temple upon doing so. What did they uncover? The book of the law. When they found the book of the law, they were surprised. They were astonished. Why? Because all these generations, they have forgotten the book of the law. And so when Josiah read the book of the law and realized the people of Judah failed to fulfill what was required of them, he tore his clothes in great repentance and returned to Yahuwah. And so what did he do? He assembled the people, great and small, prophets and priests. He assembled them all together to listen to the words found in the book, the book of the covenant. Why? What did he want to persuade his people to do? To take a stand for the covenant. This is why he led the people of Judah, the people of Israel, not only to read, not only to understand the book of the law, but also to make a commitment to dedicate themselves, to make a pledge before Yahuwah Abba, that from there on, they would abide by, they will obey with all their heart and soul, the commandments, the commandments of Yahuwah Alahim. Brothers and sisters, as was mentioned in our opening prayer today, we have made a vow, we have made a pledge that we will obey the laws and the commandments of Yahuwah Alahim. We must not take for granted his commandments. You know, when we complete the story that we find here in the book of Second Kings, when King Josiah led the people of Israel to make a pledge to follow the commandments of Yahuwah Abba. It was too late. Yahuwah has already decreed that his people Judah would be banished into captivity there in Babylon. This tells us, brothers and sisters, we need to take seriously the laws of Yahuwah Abba. We cannot neglect even the smallest of the commandments. But like what our King Yahusha taught us, we must obey all and teach all the commandments of our Allahim. Is it also relevant during our time to honor the laws of Yahuwah Abba? Let's read the book of Isaiah 42, 8, 10, 12, and 21. I am Yahuwah. That is my name. I will not give my glory to another or my praise to idols. Sing to Yahuwah a new song. His praise from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that is in it. 
you islands and all who live in them. Let them give glory to Yahuwah and proclaim praise in the islands. It please Yahuwah for the sake of his righteousness to make his law great and glorious is the commandment of Yahuwah Elohim. The laws of our God. Is it still relevant during our time today? Absolutely. In fact, what we read today, what we read in this passage concerns our unique calling and election. We know that Yahuwah Abba has installed a new covenant based upon the mediator, our King Yahushua. We belong to our King Yahushua, Isaiah 42, 8 and onwards. Teach us what is expected from us. What is this prophecy about? About the work of Yahuwah Abba through Yahushua HaMashiach that will begin during a time called ends of the earth from a place in the islands of the sea. How was this prophecy fulfilled? It was fulfilled when Brother Felix Manalo preached the gospel and we benefited from that. This is why this work of salvation that began back in 1914 must find its completion. But for it to find its completion, we have to fulfill the purpose of our calling. Do you see, brothers and sisters, take some time to look at the passage that is on the screen. What is the expectation of Yahuwah Abba from each and every one of us who are included in this unique calling and election from Yahuwah Abba? If you notice, the Bible says that we who are from the ends of the earth, we have the responsibility to give glory, to give glory to Yahuwah. But how can we give glory to Yahuwah? Yahuwah says, I am Yahuwah. That is my name. Let that sink in our minds for a while. What is the purpose? Why does Yahuwah say to us his name? And says to us, that is my name, Yahuwah. Because he wants us to use that name to give glory to him. Because how can we fulfill the work of glorifying Yahuwah? If we will not proclaim that his name is Yahuwah to the people of the world. This is why we believe that during our time, part, in fact, a major part of the work of salvation that began in 1914 is to proclaim the name of Yahuwah Abba so that we can give glory to him and glory to his son's name, Yahusha. And for over a year now, it is what we have been doing. And we are truly, truly blessed and fortunate because even now we are called by the name of Yahuwah, by the name of his son, Yahusha HaMashiach. However, it doesn't stop there. Remember our purpose. Do not ever forget our purpose. Why we have become an assembly. It is to glorify Yahuwah. How else can we glorify Yahuwah Elohim? The Bible says we need to make his law great and glorious. We must not neglect his commandments. How can we fulfill this noble purpose that Yahuwah Abba has given to us? That we will make his law great and glorious. Brethren, it begins by understanding, knowing the laws and commandments. And so we will take some time now to read the commandments, the so-called Ten Commandments of Yahuwah Elohim. And as we read the commandments of Yahuwah, let us understand Yahuwah's purpose in giving these commandments to each one of us so that we can make his law great and glorious. What is one or what is included 
in the Ten Commandments of Yahuwah Elohim. Let's read the book of Deuteronomy 5, 6 to 11. I am Yahuwah your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, Yahuwah, your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of Yahuwah, your God, in vain, for Yahuwah will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. What we read is a portion of the Ten Commandments of Yahuwah Alahim. What we read concerns our relationship with Yahuwah Abba, who called us. You notice what Yahuwah expects from us? Bible says, and he reveals to us that those who love Yahuwah Abba keep his commandments. As a matter of fact, when our King Yahushua was here on earth, he said that the first and greatest of the commandments is to love Yahuwah Abba with all of our heart, soul, strength, and our mind. This is why Yahuwah was telling us in the first part of the commandments, we must not, we must not have no other gods before him. We must not have any carved image. In other words, Yahuwah Abba must be priority, topmost priority. In our life, our life should center around pleasing Yahuwah, our loving Elohim. What else does the Bible say? It says we must not take the name of Yahuwah, your God, in vain. And so we must use it to honor Yahuwah by proclaiming his name and living a life that is, a, that is righteous and holy before him. You see, when we fulfill the commandments of God, we establish that relationship with him. However, what also is included in the Ten Commandments of Yahuwah Abba that many people have forgotten, many people have neglected. Let's keep reading what it says in 12 down to 15. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy as Yahuwah your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of Yahuwah your God. In it you shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor any of your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. And remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and Yahuwah, your God, brought you out from there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore, Yahuwah, your God, commanded you to keep the Sabbath day, what also is included in the commandments of Yahuwah Abba that we must observe, even though it is neglected, forgotten by so many people today, even people who profess to be followers of Yahushua, but we, the true followers of Yahushua, who respect Yahuwah Abba and love him with all of our heart, we will observe this command. What is that command, brothers and sisters? It is to observe the Sabbath day and to keep it holy. What is the purpose of the Sabbath day? It is to remember what Yahuwah Abba did 
when he created the heavens and the earth, when he created you and I to be his sons and daughters. Isn't that a great blessing? Sometimes we take that for granted. The air we breathe, the water we drink, the stars and the sun that give us light, the earth that we have, sometimes we take that for granted. All of that, Yahuwah God, created for us. He did this not because he had to. He did this because he wanted to, because he wanted a nice place for us. As a matter of fact, when he created the earth, what was the place where he created for us? It was called the Garden of Eden. You see, Yahuwah wants us to remember that he created all this for us so that we can benefit from it. But we all know that we have fallen from grace because of our sin. However, what also did Yahuwah Abba do so that we can still find salvation and have paradise restored? Bible says that with an outstretched arm, I want you to think about that. Look at the symbolism, the imagery that is made here in this command. The outstretched arm of Yahuwah Abba, he reached out and brought us out of Egypt. In terms of our situation today, he brought us out of this world. He brought us out of darkness so that we can have a covenant with him, so that we can become his people, his sons, and his daughters. This is why we observe the Sabbath day to remember, to remember what he has done for us, his expression of love for us. It is but right that we reciprocate this affection and love to Yahuwah, our Allahim. This is why as God's people, we will continue to observe the Sabbath. What also is included in the commandments that Yahuwah Abba has given to all of us. Let's read now what it says in the book of Deuteronomy <coughs> 5, 16 to 21. Honor your father and your mother as Yahuwah your God has commanded you, that your days may be long and that it may be well with you in the land which Yahuwah your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your brother. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. And you shall not desire your neighbor's house, his field, his male servant, his female servant, his ox, his donkey, or anything that is in your, that is your neighbor's. What also is Yahuwah? Abba's commandments. It also includes our proper relationship with our fellow human beings. Foremost, our father and mother. What is the command of Yahuwah Abba to each one of us? We must honor. We must love our father and mother. What else? The Bible says, gives us a list of things that we should not do. Don't commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not covet. What does this point to? It points to a proper relationship with the people here on earth. Yahuwah, because we represent his name, wants us to make sure that when we interact with people, we are able to express our love for them. Hence, when our king Yahusha was here on earth, what did he say about the commandments of Yahuwah Abba? The first and greatest is to love who? Yahuwah. The second is to love our neighbor as we love our self. And so these are the commands of Yahuwah Abba. Brothers and sisters, do you promise with all of your heart, with all of your soul, that you will obey the laws and commandments of Yahuwah Allahim? What is your answer? Yes. Amen. We want to make his laws great and honorable. 
but for us to be able to make his laws great and glorious. Is it enough simply to study the commands of Yahuwah Abba? Is it enough simply to understand his teachings? How must we obey the commandments, the laws of Yahuwah Elohim, so that we can make his laws great and glorious again? Let's read the book of Romans 7, 25, 6, and 12. Thank God. The answer is in Yahushua Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law. But because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. But now we have been released from the law, for we died to it and are no longer captive to its power. That's the law of sin and death. Now we can serve God, not in the old way of obeying the letter of the law, but in the new way of living in the spirit. But still, the law itself is holy, and its commands are holy and right and good. How must we obey the law, the commandments of Yahuwah Elohim, so that we can make his laws great and glorious? The Bible says we must obey them empowered this time by the Holy Spirit. You see, that's the advantage that we have living under the new covenant. Who is the mediator of our new covenant? Our king, Yahushua. How do we have, how do we become a part? How do we have a part in this new covenant that Yahushua has made? By becoming one with him, by being baptized into his body. This is why living during our time, Yahushua is the key. Apostle Paul says he is the answer. Without him, it is impossible for us to make the loss of Yahuwah Abba great and glorious. Yahusha is the key. Why? Because now that we belong to our King Yahusha, what can be bestowed upon us? It is the power of the Spirit. So now we can do something that we could not do before to obey Yahuwah Abba's will and his commandments in a way that truly makes the law great. Why? Because of the spirit that is in us. What is the equivalent of the spirit that is in us? It is like Yahusha being in us. And so if Yahusha our king is in us, brethren, that's how we are able to make the laws great. How do we do this? By living in the spirit. How can we recognize those who belong to Yahusha and live in the spirit? Let's read the book of Galatians chapter 5. 22 to 25, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. According to Apostle Paul, those who belong to Yahushua, we have the ability, as empowered by Yahusha, to walk in the Spirit and to live in the Spirit. And this is what Yahuwah Abba wants us to do. Not simply to be members of the assembly of Yahusha, but to walk in the Spirit, to live in the Spirit. How can we know if one who belongs to King Yahusha is walking and living by the Spirit? They bear the fruits of the spirit in other words the fruit of the spirit is found in their life every single day what are the fruits of the spirit the bible says it is love followed by what what's next love and then joy 
peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You know, when you read that list of the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, that's the way we're supposed to live our life. Isn't that nice? I mean, how many here would want to live in fear, in sadness, in gloom, in doom? Yahuwah God does not want us to live like that. Yahuwah God placed us in Yahushua so that we can have a life like this. So what is that life? Peace and faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Isn't that what we want? I mean, that's what it truly means to live. We were brought to Yahushua so that we can truly live. And to truly live means to exhibit the fruit of the Spirit in our life. Question, how many of us? are experiencing this daily in our life. If not, then we have to do something. Do you know what Apostle Paul said concerning people who exhibit the fruit of the Spirit in their life? Apostle Paul said, against such, what does it say? Against such, there is no law. Why did Apostle Paul say? Against such, there is no law. Because people who exhibit the fruit of the Spirit in their life, they keep away from violating the commands of Yahuwah Elohim. Do you know how the commandments of Yahuwah Elohim begin? It often begins with, you shall not, right? You shall not steal. You shall not murder. You shall not be a false witness. It begins with, you shall not. Why is it phrased with, you shall not? Because Yahuwah Abba wants to show us what we must keep away from so that we don't end up breaking the laws of God. In other words, he's showing us the minimum requirements so we don't end up breaking the law. But is our purpose simply not to break the law? No, it's not just about not breaking the law. It's about what again? Making the law of Yahuwah what? Great and glorious. How can we make the laws of Yahuwah great and glorious when we look at the commands that begin with you shall not? What does that mean? It actually implies and points to the good that we ought to be doing now that we are empowered by the spirit of Yahuwah Elohim. And this is why our focus, brothers and sisters, should not be just the minimum requirements. Do you get that? Our focus must not be just to avoid breaking the law, but to make the law great by seeking that which we need to do, the good that we are to do. When we do that, we make the law honorable and great. And how can we know if we're able to do this? We show the fruits of the spirit and so the love joy peace and long suffering kindness goodness gentleness and self-control guess what that's the proof that's the proof brethren that we have made the law of god great and glorious again and this is our objective this is our promise to yahuwah abba that we will obey his laws empowered by his spirit to make his laws great again you know what's a good example of this it's for example, you are, you have a new job, 
how many here have a job right now? Yeah, I know my daughter has a job. My son maybe soon, right? You have a nice job. Praises be to our loving Yahuwah. Let's say you are working right now. And then you have in your mind the commandment of Yahuwah, do not steal, right? You shall not steal. And so what do we do so that we don't end up breaking the laws of Yahuwah? What do we do? We don't steal. You know, there's something called pilfering. When you go to a place of work and you steal the paper, steal, steal the pencils and the pens, you know, sometimes people do that. That's stealing, right? We were brought in to the company not to do that. And so let's say, okay, I did not pilfer. I did not steal anything. That's good. We did not violate. We did not break the law of Yahuwah Abba. But remember, what we, what we must do is not simply to avoid breaking the law of Yahuwah Abba. What must we do? We must make his law great and glorious. How do we do that? Well, when we think about the commandment, you shall not steal. It should bring us to an understanding. We should work hard, right? We should work hard. Do not steal the time for good work. Let us do our best to be a blessing to the company. That's how we make the law of Abba great and glorious. We look at the good that the laws point us to. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, we carry it out to its completion. Why must we dedicate ourselves in fulfilling the laws and commandments of Yahuwah Abba? Let's read the book of Nehemiah 1, 3 down to 4. They said to me, the remnant there in the province who survived the captivity are in great distress and reproach. And the wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates are burned with fire. When I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days and I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven. Why must we dedicate ourselves in making the law of Yahuwah great and glorious? Because today we represent the remnant of Yahuwah God's people. What does that mean? If we are the remnant of Yahuwah God's people, it only means Yahuwah has already enacted his judgment upon his people. We happen to be survivors of Yahuwah Abba's judgment. This is why Isaiah 1, 8 to 9 was fulfilled in us. Yahuwah said enough is enough. Instead of giving glory to Yahuwah Abba, they give glory to someone else. Yahuwah saw that instead of making the laws great they were forgotten once again and so yahuwah said enough is enough and his people became like sodom and gomorrah and so what did he do he set aside a remnant that is us brothers and sisters and so because yahuwah god has already enacted has already acted on his judgment what do we need to do we need to be very careful because if we are the remnant there's no one else, right? We are the remnant of God's people today, just like during the days of Nehemiah. There was also a remnant. You know who Nehemiah was? He was one of the leaders of the people of Judah, the people of Israel, during the days of captivity in Babylon and Persia. When the king of Persia decided to let the people of Israel go back to their homeland, they began to build the temple. But it was not yet completed when Nehemiah found out from reports that there in Jerusalem, what happened to the wall? It was destroyed, broken down. The gates were burned with fire. And so when he saw, when he 
read when he heard about what was happening there in Jerusalem. What happened to him? The Bible says he sat down and wept. He mourned for days and he was fasting. And he prayed to Yahuwah Alahim. Do you know what his prayers were about? Do you know what hope was found in the prayer that was offered by Nehemiah during that time? And there was a remnant who returned back to Jerusalem. Let's keep reading 7 down to 9. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, nor the statutes, nor the ordinances, which you commanded your servant Moses. Remember the word which you commanded your servant Moses, saying, if you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though those of you who have been scattered were in the most remote parts of the heavens, I will gather them from there and will bring them to the place where I have chosen to cause my name to dwell. Brothers and sisters, what we have here is a revelation from the pen of the book of Nehemiah, revealing the reason why there was only a remnant that was left. What was that reason? Bible says, Nehemiah says, we have acted corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the laws, and the statutes. You see, brothers and sisters, that's often the pattern that leads to apostasy. The people of God turned away from him when they stopped observing the commandments of Yahuwah. And so what was the judgment of Yahuwah? It's found in the book of Deuteronomy, quoted by Nehemiah. If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. However, also found there in the same message from the book of Moses, we also find a message of hope. Always keep in mind, Yahuwah is merciful. He's compassionate. Yes, he will show judgment. Yes, he will punish us, but he also offers us hope. What is that hope? He says, but if. But if you return to me and keep my commandments, even if you were scattered into the most remote parts of heaven, Yahuwah Abba says, I will gather you. He will assemble us together and make us his people again. Isn't this what is happening to us? Isn't it true that when we were displaced from where we came from, we felt the sadness? When we looked at the condition of which we came from, we were filled with grief. But Yahuwah Abba has gathered us together. Yahuwah Abba did not forsake us. After this prayer of repentance from Nehemiah, do you know what Yahuwah Abba did? He provided a way. He moved the hearts of his people, even though they were small. Led by Nehemiah, by Ezra, by Zechariah, by Joshua. Yahuwah Abba moved the hearts of the small remnant. During that time, and they built the temple, they built the walls and the gates in record time. This is what Yahuwah Abba is able to do with repentant hearts. Brothers and sisters, after the gates were completed, the walls were restored. Do you know what Yahuwah Abba did? Let's read what it says in the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8, 1 down to 3. All the people assembled, all the people assembled as one man. In the square before the water gate. I want to pause there for a while. What is happening here is not the work of man, but the work of Yahuwah Abba. Remember, he's the one who brings people together, right? 
when we get together, when we're assembled together, when we find unity in our purpose and in our gatherings, that's not from man. That's from Yahuwah Abba. During the days when there was only a remnant left, once they finished building the walls, look what Yahuwah Abba did. The Bible says the people assembled as one man in the square before the water gate. Perhaps when they saw each other at the water gate, they're wondering, you're here too? You're here too? We're all here for a purpose. They're all gathered together. Not, it wasn't coincidence that they were all there in the square acting as one man. This unity came from the moving of the spirit. Yahuwah moved them. Yahuwah worked in them to bring them together as an assembly of people there by the square before the water gate. Where is that water gate? Let's go ahead and look at Jerusalem during the days of Nehemiah. You notice the walls that was restored through the leadership of Nehemiah. The wall served as a protection around the city. And there were gates which were entry points to the city. And there was a water gate that was located. That's where this scene takes place. And so Yahuwah moves his people. They move, he moves them together to assemble before the water gate. And when they were meeting there at the water gate, do you know what the people of Yahuwah Allahim, do you know what the remnant clamored for? Let's keep reading. Nehemiah 8, 1, 2, 3. This is what it says. They told Ezra, the scribe, to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which Yahuwah had commanded for Israel. So on the first day of the seventh month, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which was made up of men and women and all who were able to understand. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon as he faced the square before the water gate in the presence of the men, women, and others who could understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. There was a reason why Yahuwah moved the hearts of men and women and even children who could understand. There was a reason why Yahuwah assembled them at that place. What were they hungry for? What were they asking for? They asked Ezra to bring out a book. What is that book that they asked Ezra to bring out? It's the book of the law. Is that a coincidence? Why are we here, brothers and sisters? We all come from different places. Some from Africa, from Europe, the Philippines, Japan, Hong Kong, all over the world. We're assembled right now. For what purpose? What brings us together? We don't know each other personally. What brings us together? We have that one common love and hunger to know the law of Yahuwah Alahim. Isn't it true? And when we found out about how important the laws and the Ten Commandments of Yahuwah Abba is, that we were all moved to action. We wanted to know more. We wanted to learn more. This is also what was happening there by the water gate. This was the moving of Yahuwah Abba, moving the hearts of his people. They wanted to learn the teachings of, and the commandments of Yahuwah Abba. Do you know when this assembly took place? Next slide, please. If you notice the first day of the seventh month. Brethren, what is that? The first day of the seventh month. What is that? The day of trumpets. That's the feast of trumpets. On that day, Yahuwah moved them as one person to meet together to read the laws of God. You notice how long they read 
the law of God for? From daybreak until noon. It's a long time. And they were all listening, listening attentively to the book of the law. They were hungry for the book of the law. And many, many members of the Assembly of Yahushua today, that is also how they feel. When it comes to the book of the law, we are hungry for it. We want to know it. We pledge to Yahuwah Abba that we will obey the book of the law. This is what Yahuwah Abba wants. You know, while they were reading the book of the law, do you know what happened afterwards? Let's keep reading eight down to nine. They gave an oral translation of God's law and explained it so that the people could understand it. When the people heard what the law required, they were so moved that they began to cry. So Nehemiah, who was the governor, Ezra, the priest and scholar of the law, and the Levites who were explaining the law told all the people this day, Feast of Tabernacle, the Feast of Trumpets, this day is holy to Yahuwah your God. So you are not to mourn or cry. What do they feel? The people whom Yahuwah God assembled before the water gate. How did they feel when they read and understood the laws of God? They were so moved by it, they could not help but cry and weep. To the point that the Levites had to tell them, do not cry, do not weep. Today is a day of rejoicing. And for all of us, today is indeed a day of rejoicing. We all know about the purpose of the trumpets. It is to remind Yahuwah Abba that we are his people. Brethren, we belong to him. We want you to be able not only to understand that, but to grasp that. The longing that you have, the desire that you have, in knowing and learning from the words of Yahuwah Abba that comes from him. It's like he's bringing us to himself. Do you feel that, brethren? It's like he's bringing us to himself. It's not a coincidence that we stumbled upon the law of Yahuwah Abba. It's not a coincidence that on this day, when we set aside celebrating, observing the Feast of Trumpets, Yahuwah Abba would first disclose to us the meaning of his festivals, the meaning of his laws, his eternal laws and commandments, the Ten Commandments. Brothers and sisters, there's something Yahuwah Abba wants to do for us. This is why he has assembled us together. What is that? Let's read the final passage of our studies today, the book of Jeremiah 32, 38 to 41. They will be my people. And I will be their God. And I will give them one heart and one purpose to worship me forever for their own good, for the good of all their descendants. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them I will never stop doing good for them. I will put a desire in their hearts to worship me. And they will never leave me. I will find joy doing good for them. And will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant them in this land. Brothers and sisters, we're but a small remnant. That's what we are. We don't boast of our numbers. We don't boast of our strength. If we do boast, we boast in this. We know. We know. Yahuwah. 
we know about his unfailing love because we can feel that right now. We can feel his presence bringing us close to himself. What is his promise to all of us? If you read the passage, Yahuwah Abba says that he will faithfully and wholeheartedly replant us in this land. He's speaking of the promised land. We are but a very small remnant. But we have Yahuwah Abba as our God who made an awesome promise. No one, no one and nothing can ever hinder this promise of Yahuwah Elohim. He will bring us to the promised land. This is the millennial kingdom, the physical restoration of his people. But before this will take place, there must first be, there must first be a spiritual restoration. That's always the pattern. And so what has Yahuwah Abba done for each and every one of us? He has given us one heart and one purpose. What is that? I will put a desire in their hearts so that they will never leave me. Brothers and sisters, what do you feel in your heart right now? What do you feel in your heart at this moment as we listen to this passage? Do you not feel Yahuwah Abba moving our hearts and our minds? To desire him and his loss more and more. This did not come from our flesh. This has come from above. Yahuwah was assembling us together. Because we have work to do. Our work is to glorify him. Yahuwah Elohim. By glorifying his laws. And his commandments. Making it great and glorious. Before we pray together. Brothers and sisters. Why not take the time right now. In your own personal prayers. Why not approach Yahuwah Elohim? First and foremost, thank him because he remembered you. He remembered all of us and he has assembled us together. And then make a promise, make a pledge to Yahuwah. In your own words, from your heart, tell him that he means everything to us. Tell him that he can count on us to make his laws great and glorious. We will obey them with all of our hearts. And when the trumpet is again sounded, we will meet our beloved King Yahusha in the air so that we can be with him forevermore. Yahuwah's promise, we can always count on. And we are truly fortunate because he has blessed us with a new heart and a new purpose. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Abba, Yahuwah, our almighty Allahim in heaven. Thank you because you remember us. Trumpets have been blown. You did not forsake your sons and daughters. We felt you in our hearts. We felt so special because we know who we are. And we are not deserving of your grace. We know we are but a small remnant. And when we look at what has happened in the past, when we look at where we came from, Father, we know that you were angry, that you cast your judgment. We are the survivors, the remnant of your people. Thank you, Father, for giving us that heart, for giving us that purpose to love your laws, to love you above all. Father, please. Do not quench that. The spirit that we have now. 
may it bring us to the completion of our journey, the completion of our purpose to make your laws glory, glorious again, to make your laws great. Loving Abba, use us as your instruments to proclaim your name and to proclaim your teachings. Father, may you please remember our descendants, remember our children, remember our loved ones, remember our parents, even those who are not with us, loving Abba, open their eyes. When you opened our eyes and we saw the laws, how it has been forsaken for so long, we felt so guilty. We could not help but weep because we know we have grieved you. How can we do this when we are supposed to be your people? And so if you will still give us the opportunity, we promise you, loving Abba, we will make your laws great and glorious. We will proclaim and fulfill them for the glory of your holy name, our loving Mashiach. We await your return. We will wait for you, no matter how long it will take, no matter what we need to endure. We will wait for you because we know you will return as promised by our loving Yahuwah. And so while we wait, we ask you to please send your Holy Spirit so that by your strength and by your grace, though we are weak, we can become strong and we can obey all of your commandments, the commandments of our Abba. Father, please remember your people. Bless the livelihoods of your servants. Despite what is happening throughout the world, you have kept us alive. You have blessed your people. And we have even given offerings to you today. Bless these offerings, loving Abba. May you please accept them, not because they are a repayment, but because we acknowledge you are good and kind to all of us. It is but right that we obey all of your teachings. Father, help us every day in this journey in life. Walk with us. Be with us that we can overcome all things. And in the end, when that last trumpet is sounded, we will be with you. We will be with your begotten son. We believe, Father, that you have listened to our prayers. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen.